right, how's it going tonight, everybody? We are Run the Real featuring Mike, Terry, Fox, and Dan. And we are back, continuing on with our zombie movies category. Last week we had a. Uh, who, who picked Dawn of the Dead? Who picked that one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who picked that trash? <laughs> that was me. That was. Uh, Terry, all right. Our most controversial review of all time. <laughs> Way to go, TV. Who knew that would be the one? I would never have thought. I knew your plan was to tear <laughs> us apart this whole it, time. It was a fun review. <laughs> I may have ranted a bit, but <laughs> we'll see what happens on this one. Oh, no. <laughs> this time, Fox has picked uh, Overlord, didn't you, Fox? Yeah, you know, I missed it in theaters, so I was looking for an excuse to watch it. Yeah, so uh, we went ahead and watched it last night. Just some background information on it. Overlord was released in 2018. It was directed by Julius Avery. Um, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has an 80% uh, critic score, tomato meter, giving it a guaranteed fresh, a 68% audience score. On IMDb, it has a 6.8 out of 10 with a 60 meta score. And it stars Wyatt Russell. Joven Adepo and some other people I don't really know. And just quick synopsis, we have a group of American soldiers in World War II are tasked with destroying this radio on top of a church tower so the troops can come in on D-Day, but they find out things are amiss with the Germans in this town and at this church. Who would have suspected? Nazis doing experiments. That doesn't sound like them. No, unheard of. Nazi zombies are a pretty hot thing these days, aren't they? Yeah. Or maybe like 10 years ago. What? How dare you? They'll never go out of style. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think they were kind of big a few years ago. I don't know about now, but I mean, I'm not against them coming back. Yeah, they got pretty big with the, the Call of Duty games released their Nazi zombie modes. And then there was movies like Dead Snow. And I'm sure there were some other Nazi zombie movies, but I haven't seen them all. So I guess what'd you guys think of this one? What'd you think of Overlord? It's nice watching an actual movie this week. Wow. <laughs> Our first, Ooh. our first comment is just <laughs> backhanded shade. Thank God! Now I think the question was, "What did you think of Overlord?" This <laughs> nice watching an actual movie <laughs> with good characters and good character development. So this one was a little up to your, more up to your standards, Dan. Oh yeah, much better than the Dawn of the Dead, like by. A country mile or whatever. I liked it quite a bit. You know, I was, I was going to lead in with, you know, I think there's going to be some complaints from some people here, and I see why there's going to be some complaints. I realized somebody walked into a boardroom and made an extremely specific pitch with this one. I'm just going to say I got a lot less of everything that I wanted and that I thought I was going to get in this movie. Yeah, they take a long time to get to the zombie stuff. Which I was kind of surprised by. And that said, it's really kind of a different side of the zombie thing. Yeah, it's almost like it could have been a really good World War II film. The zombies are kind of just like icing on the cake, I guess. It's interesting because they're not the main point of the movie. It's kind of like what we were talking about last week with Dawn of the Dead. There's really like two good ways to do zombie movies. You either focus on the zombies and make it ridiculous or you focus on the characters and make it more of like a drama and then that's zombies are the backdrop and this one takes the latter of the two 
And speaking how it could almost be a war movie, yeah, yeah definitely, because they even ape some scenes from Saving Private Ryan in here, kind of as an homage to that film. Yeah, some of those were pretty blatant, <laughs> kind of straight out of Saving Private Ryan scenes there. I think they're just doing it. To, they, they obviously aren't bankrupt on ideas so that's kind of <laughs> kind of what makes me think it was more of an homage than just ripping it off that's fair i definitely wasn't opposed to uh the more world war ii centric scenes yeah that whole opening scene on the airplane was just so awesome oh that was so cool yeah i was watching that i was like all right this is gonna be a pretty good movie but then i don't know it really seems to me like they knew where they wanted to get to they just didn't know how to get to it from that cool opening to what they wanted to have happen at the end. I felt like they took kind of like a band of brothers approach to it, where the characters are pretty mortal, so they kind of had to, you know, they can't just be running and gunning and getting to the objective. There's got to be some creep up and (laughs) try not to die in the process. There's a lot of creeping in this movie. A lot of sneaking around. I wasn't really that impressed with any of the characters in this movie. Like, they were all so stereotypical. Like, we've seen them all these characters before, I feel like. I mean, I'm not expecting stellar characters from a zombie movie, but it was just like, they were so stereotypical to me. I mean, they were stereotypical, but I still liked most of them. I was kind of attached to them. I liked the main guy quite a bit. I liked that kind of grumpy New Yorker guy. He was awesome. Yeah, and uh, the tough guy, the corporal, I liked him quite a bit too. Gotta say, I did not really like the corporal. He's played by Wyatt Russell. I just felt like he was playing his part real lazy. Did anybody else get that, or is that just me? Apparently, he had mono during the filming. (laughs) Well, that maybe explains it. (laughs) I know. When I saw that, I was like, you know, that might explain a lot of his, like, facial expressions. He did not look very healthy for most of the movie. I thought it was just, you know, makeup and stuff, but... Oh, and the trivia, it says that he lost 25 pounds during filming. Oh, my gosh. Well, so he was having some issues. That kind of explains some of that, but... (laughs) That's too bad, yeah. I'd agree with you, though. He did feel... His acting, I don't think, was quite on par with anybody else's. I don't know. I took him pretty seriously when he started, like, torturing the Nazi guy and all that stuff. I thought he did fine during those parts. I'm not saying, like, I hated him by any means. It was just I wasn't impressed by any of the characters or, you know, kind of any of the acting, really, in this movie. Yeah, it's all just run-of-the-mill, I guess you'd say. But it's not bad by any means. They all do good enough to get the job done. Well, that said, actually, on that, the um, the guy who played the sniper, John Magaro, that guy, that dude is, like, all over the place in terms of, like, his acting and what he does. He felt like he had a little more charisma than everybody else. Yeah, like, I don't know if you guys have seen, like, Umbrella Academy or The Big Short, but he is extremely different characters in those. Who is he in The Big Short? He's uh, one of the two young college guys that's really socially awkward. <laughs> okay, nice. And then again, in Umbrella Academy, he plays like a super socially awkward, quiet, shy guy. I was just, yeah, so like surprised by his like drastic change in like accent and charisma and, and like enthusiasm for what he was doing. He was a fun character for sure, too. I liked his interactions with that little boy and like the little boy would keep creeping up on him and he'd get scared by him every time. Well, he had a cool character arc too just going from like being super annoyed at him all the time to getting shot to save him there at the end so that was nice to see everybody had pretty decent 
character arcs for the most part. I mean, I guess. I don't know. I just didn't really care about their characters, so I didn't really care about their character arcs that much. I just wanted to see some zombie fights, and I didn't really get as much as I was hoping for. You know, like, the trailer led me to believe they were going to be killing a bunch of Nazi zombies with some ACDC playing in the background, some kind of stylized stuff, and you don't really get that in this movie. I mean, looking back, they didn't shoot any Nazi zombies in the trailer. There's just some like kind of like ominous buildup to something. I wonder what it could be behind the cement wall making that groaning. Well, everybody knows it's Nazi zombies. I mean, yeah, they do spend a lot of time building up to what's back there, but it's it's no it's no surprise what's going on at all. So they didn't need to focus so much on the buildup and the characters getting there and stuff because it's like it's no surprise what's happening unless you've literally never seen a zombie movie or a horror film before. Yeah, I was hoping for more horror elements because yeah, it does take in my opinion, a little too long to get to the zombies. I don't know. It just slows down so much. And then once they get back into the base and you start seeing all this creepy stuff, you're like, oh, this is where this is where I'm interested in. And then they leave and then it feels like they take forever. And then they finally go back. I don't know. I feel like there's a couple dry spells where I could have used some more like horror or zombies or something. That's exactly what I thought, because this movie is an hour and 50 minutes long and it has no reason to be that long. Yeah, I was surprised when I saw how long it was. Yeah, I mean, especially for this movie, people are here to see the Nazi zombies get killed. At least that's what I'm here for. I I mean, I assume that's what you guys were looking forward to in this movie was that. They focus really on a lot of other stuff that I don't give two craps about, you know? Because the characters aren't interesting in some one dimension, I feel like. You know, I did come in expecting and was excited for the Nazi zombies, but I wasn't super opposed to, like, the small D-Day infiltration team thing. It kind of reminded me of, like, the Guns of Navarone back in the day, which had a huge, long build-up to this, like, commando team actually getting to their objective. I don't know, I loved it when I was a kid. So I liked the World War II kind of like infiltration narrative. It reminded me of a lot of older war movies. I was fine with that. You guys remember right when they're in the plane, you know, first scenes. And I want to say it's like the general comes out and he has his little spiel. That was awesome. That was my favorite character in the movie. And that's what I wanted from all the other characters was something like that guy. But he dies in like the first three minutes. And I even said, I was like, well, there goes my favorite character. Yeah, that guy was awesome. Like, that's what I wanted was people like him killing zombies because he added some fun dynamic to this. Yeah, definitely. Everybody else was super serious the whole time. Even the comic relief sniper guy was pretty serious throughout the film. I give the movie props. I think it's always a good thing to shoot for like the character development, the arcs and stuff, you know, to put good characters in a zombie movie. That's always kind of a plus. But I don't know, just whenever they're just kind of by themselves in the house, just waiting, I always felt like it was kind of dragging. The waiting scenes are low points, for sure. I will agree with that. Well, this movie has the hallmarks of like mid-tier films. Kind of what I'm talking about is the the glazed over period of the movie where stuff is happening, but you just kind of forget what's going on because it's not anything important and it's moving so slow that you're just like, oh, get on to the next thing. I don't know if you guys experience that with many movies, but 
most of these mid-tier ones, I'll just be watching it and then I kind of zone out and then I snap back in. It happened for me when they sent Boyce out to go find the sniper guy, Tibbet, and the other dude. And he's just walking around in the <laughs> forest and through the town. There's like no tension at all. I kind of just like zoned out the entire time until he like jumps in the truck with all the dead bodies. And then I was back into it. But. Which I thought that was a kind of a dumb reason to jump in the truck. It felt really forced. It was a weird scene. Like, I don't know what he was doing. He ran away from the dog, I guess. This random dog that just shows up. Well, like, even that, like, the dude was like, hey, go find Tibbet at the rally point. And Boyce is like, okay, I'm gonna go to the base. That was not what he, like, said he was gonna go do. Like, I was happy he went into the base because that's when things started getting interesting again. So that was nice. But, man, yeah, it seemed weird. He didn't have to climb in there. He could have just hung onto the truck and then let go after the dog gave up. I don't know. I mean, I wasn't opposed to, like, the way he went in. I was just opposed because he said he was going to go find the sniper, and then he promptly goes off to the base. I don't know. I guess it was amusing to see how many things, like, felt like references to other World War II movies. Like the, uh, we've got, you know, the menacing German captain, you know, antagonist throughout the film. And we learned that he's been, uh, kind of forcing himself on the, uh, the heroine of the movie. And that scene reminded me a lot of, like, the beginning of Inglorious Bastards, where, like, the, the Jewish people are hiding out under the floorboards, watching the captain talk to the guy above. Although, reversed in this case, since they're in the attic. And nowhere near as good. <laughs> Yeah, I was. I know it felt like a cheap version of Christopher Waltz's menacing German captain. Has everybody here seen the movie A Cure for Wellness? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The end of this movie really gave me vibes that matched the end of A Cure for Wellness. Yeah, you're right. Yes. Yeah, I would agree very much with that. Makes me want to watch that now. <laughs> Don't do it. It's not worth it. Yeah, it's not worth it. Oh. Man, that was a burn from us, Dan, back in the day. We burned that one. But it felt like I was watching A Cure for Wellness again, which is not a good thing in the ending section. I feel like it took the good elements of A Cure for Wellness, though. Yeah, that's what I would say, is I felt like it was the parts that I liked. It's not a total loss of Cure for Wellness, but the part that they... I don't want to spoil anything in case Dan doesn't want to watch it or anybody else does, but the ending of that felt like it was kind of the main focus of this movie to me, which I would have preferred to Cure for Wellness actually done instead of surprising us with it. It just seems so weird to me that I got flashbacks of a cure for wellness watching this. And apparently you guys did too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I wanted a crazy awesome like zombie versus zombie fight at the end of this movie. And there is a zombie versus like dude turning into zombie fight. But I didn't think it was that good at all. It was okay. I mean, when they shoot the German captain dude... And he gets the big hole in his face, and then he goes back to the lab and just injects himself with a whole bunch of those needles. That's when it kind of like goes into, all right, we're going into over-the-top mode here. And then it, it's just super exciting and like... It was a very obvious signal. Yeah, it hits its stride once you get there. Like, I I was smiling as soon as he injected the stuff and he just turns and looks and got that big stupid grin on his face. I was like, all right, now we're now we're getting ready to go here with some crazy stuff. That's yeah, I got me really excited, too. That was a cool scene. I mean, I did like how juiced up that guy got, but how come he gets to stay sane while the rest of them turn into like sweating 
gooey people running around. Because he was alive. He wasn't dead when they used it. Oh, is that the thing? I missed that, I guess. Yeah, they hadn't used it on people who were alive before. That seems like a weird choice, but okay. They <laughs> get in there and the doctor's like, we haven't used it on the living. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, it doesn't matter. Jabs himself at like four of them. <laughs> so then the corporal should have been okay because he was still alive when he used it on himself. Well, they're not okay but he didn't want the allies to like have a sample of the serum and be like trying to like replicate it it kind of turned like reanimatory a little bit which i was pretty into with the weird serum that brings people to life and makes them strong and crazy oh if only we could have had a zombie cat dang it so (laughs) close We brought up Dead Snow at the start of this uh, review, and I think it's interesting comparing this one to Dead Snow because it works really well. So the start of Dead Snow is just awful. It's so dry. All the characters suck, and it moves so slow, and it does not get good at all until the Nazi zombies show up. Once the Nazi zombies show up, just something clicks in there and it just becomes hilarious in a good way. And it's like, why didn't you just do this the whole time? Whereas this one, the start of the movie is actually good compared to Dead Snow. And then when the Nazi zombies show up, it, it goes a little more over the top than what it had been, but not by a whole lot more compared to Dead Snow. So I almost feel like... To make the perfect movie here, we should have had the start of this movie and then tacked on the end of Dead Snow. <laughs> I mean, I think you're onto something there because that's really what I wanted more from this movie was like Dead Snow style. That is what I was expecting to get out of this. Not that I was that disappointed, but... Yeah, yeah. I I thoroughly enjoyed watching the film. I wasn't expecting much from it. I don't think, but what I got, I enjoyed quite a bit. I didn't have as big of a problem with the characters. They are stereotypical, but they were likable for the most part. Everybody did a good job acting, so I believed all their characters and didn't take me out of it. I guess my main problem with these zombie movies is I have something in mind that I want, an expectation. And nothing ever does it (laughs) for me. You know, (laughs) I just want a movie where they play like ACDC and they slaughter zombies with style. You know, it's kind of goofy. That's what I wanted from this movie. And that's not what I got. And that's what you wanted from the last movie, too. I know. That's what I want from the zombie movies. This one, I don't know. I just didn't come in with very high expectations for it at all. But I was expecting some Nazi zombie slaughtering and some rock music from the trailer. But didn't get either of that. Then they killed the dude who I thought was going to be the cool guy. Real early on, I got left with the dude with mono. (laughs) They set it up for like your classic 80s action film at the start there. And then they slowly dismantle it and turn it into the more kind of like what kind of action films we get nowadays. It doesn't have any fun with itself. There's no cheesy one-liners that people are spitting out left and right there's no just like crazy good music playing while people are just slaughtering other (laughs) soldiers and stuff they kind of just they they start out making you think it's going to be like that with that opening but then they just 
strip those elements away from it and turn it into more like the modern stuff we get nowadays. I think I said this last week. If you're going to do a zombie movie, especially one that's a Nazi zombie movie, the whole concept is just so ridiculous. You you have to do something to match that, like make it a fun ridiculous you know, with zany characters like the Nazi zombie Call of Duty games, all those characters are ridiculous and people love them. Or go super horror style with it and make them super freaky and overdo the horror and the gore and that kind of stuff. Like, they did do a good job with some of that horror and gore stuff. I don't think it was enough to balance out the ridiculousness of this idea for me. What I kind of like about it, though, is that they make the concept not seem as ridiculous as it could be. It's kind of... More grounded. Yeah, it's more grounded. I don't want to say Nazi zombies aren't ridiculous, but (laughs) they make it more grounded, yeah, like you said, which I I can respect that. I kind of like that about it. Yeah, and I think that just goes down to, you know, your preference, what you want out of it, you know? It's an interesting way to kind of position one of these films. I think most people are like, Mike, they're expecting just ridiculousness for um, zombies at this point since they're so played out as a genre. And then we come in and get Overlord, which, yeah, it has its ridiculousness up there for sure, but it is trying to be more realistic and kind of bring it back down some at the same time. Yeah, I wouldn't mind a few more, you know, subtle zombie movies. It feels like, yeah, every zombie movie recently has been over the top and crazy. We have enough of those. It's time to to tone them down a bit, in my opinion. What what would you do, though, to really tone it down without just focusing on the characters and making it a drama piece? Yeah, kind of Walking Dead-ish, I guess. I don't know. Like, Dawn of the Dead wasn't super, like, goofy about it. The original one does, like, lightning in a bottle. I don't even know how to classify that movie. I'd say that one's pretty goofy, though. But it's a toned down. It's not like they're going around Resident Evil style, like slaughtering all the zombies and doing kung fu and kicking people. Because kung fu is obviously the best way to deal with zombies. I mean, <laughs> Oh, yeah, definitely. I have a collection I bought at Walmart of kung fu zombie movies, and it's got like seven movies in it. Apparently, it's like a whole thing. <laughs> I want to see this. <laughs> That's awesome. I want to see those two now. <laughs> I watched one, and I got to say, I wasn't super impressed. Oh, really? I can't imagine why. <laughs> <laughs> it was only like five bucks. The bargain bin in Walmart. A, a long time ago, we did some shark movies. We we talked about shark movies. And we, we got into this discussion about how you could go on Amazon Prime and just type in sharks. And then there's just a slew of crap. <laughs> there's a lot of shark movies. It's really incredible. It's kind of impressive. <laughs> I feel like zombies are the same way. There is a slew of generic, crappy zombie movies out there. And what I'm trying to get across when I talk about this movie, is I feel like this one could have been a standout one, but it doesn't stand out. And I mean, I'm probably going to forget it, you know, in a month or two and be like, I saw this. It wasn't the worst thing I ever saw, but, you know, it's not great either. You know, I'll throw out one thing for me that I didn't find mediocre was the sound design and sound production. was super impressed with, like, the gunshots. They were, like, almost like the planes in Dunkirk. I don't know. They were really loud and intense and very, like, varied based on the type of gun that was being shot. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, and there's other stuff. The whole, like, first scene is very... 
awesome. It's not mediocre. And then some of the, like the imagery isn't very mediocre either. I think I think it's pretty good with the like head without a body talking and like asking for help. The zombies in the hole just kind of like being creepy. That kind of stuff I really liked. Did very much enjoy the like, yeah, secret Nazi lab under the French medieval church. I thought that was pretty sweet. All the weird stuff going on in there. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, sound design was great. Production design was really good, too. Like you feel like you're there and that everything's actually happening, which is really cool. Uh, and kind of talking about the production, I wanted to talk about all the horror elements in this movie because I think that was my favorite part. I'll, I'll say right up here, and I'm curious if you guys agree. I think this movie had me squirming around more than any movie I've seen in a while. <laughs> Case in point, when Boyce goes in and he finds his friend that you think dies at the start of the movie and he's got to get him out and then the last thing he has to do is he's got to take this like pipe out of him and then he's just pulling it and you can see the skin coming with it and and then just making me score remember it yeah and then when he gets it out there's this huge needle that he's got to get out to oh man i haven't squirmed and felt so uncomfortable in a movie in (laughs) such a long time compared to that scene right there i was like "Oh, oh man that was a big needle oh my god and like whenever a meat hook is involved, I don't appreciate that. Oh, oh yeah. That was great though. Like just hangs the dude on the meat hook and then he tries to lift himself off and then falls back. Oh my sternum hurt, Jesus. <laughs> that got me good too. When they do go for tension, they do a really good job of it. Just not enough. They do good with that horror element. They do rely on jump scares only, but I mean, the production design and all the other stuff kind of makes it acceptable. So there is some good stuff in here. There's there's some stuff that's above average, I'd say. So I guess are we ready for overall presentation then? Anybody else got something they want to say about Overlord? Let's go. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, our scale goes from lowest to highest with burn it, pass, watch it, or buy it. Buy it being the highest above them all. I guess I'm going to start out. I found a critic review on uh, Rotten Tomatoes that sums up pretty much what I want. This is critic on there. Amy Simon says, takes forever and a day to get to the actual mad sciencing, and it just didn't take it as far as I wanted it to. Um, That pretty much sums up me in this movie. The things I thought I was going to get from this ridiculous concept of Nazi zombies, I did not get really what I wanted out of it or what I was expecting. So I was pretty let down. I don't understand how this movie has an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, because that's actually pretty high. And, you know, I said I was going to make this my thing. Kangaroo Jack has an 8%, <laughs> and Overlord has an 80%. A travesty. And I enjoyed Kangaroo Jack so much more than I enjoyed this movie. Uh, this movie, okay. I gotta give it. All right. <laughs> I, I concur with Mike here. Okay. I've gotta give this movie a hard pass. It doesn't do anything that I wanted. It barely stands above the rest of zombie movies, I think. <laughs> I did Oof. not like this very much at all. Wow. I mean, it's above, you know, mediocre, barely. Did you say it's over? <laughs> Is that lording above them? <laughs> I was pretty glad when it was over. It could have been way better, and it could have stood out a lot more than it did, but it doesn't do that. So, <laughs> I'd say it's 
We're the past. Save your money. Well, I uh, <laughs> I thought this was a good movie, and I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I, uh, you know, it definitely was not at all what I was expecting going in. I, too, was expecting some kind of Nazi overlord controlling a massive Nazi zombie army, and that is not at all what this film is. So if that's what you think it is, <laughs> do not be misled. There's like five zombies in the movie. That said, the first, like, half, three quarters kind of plays like a good old World War II movie. Less action-y than Saving Private Ryan, more along the lines of, like, Force 10 from Navarone or Longest Day. And I'm about that. That's super nostalgic for me, kind of my childhood, so I really loved that aspect of it, I will admit. Although it drags a little bit when they spend 20 minutes at a time hiding out in the attic. I'm gonna give this one a hard watch. I bought it and I want to say buy it, but I realize that it is an extremely specific pitch. And if you like World War II movies and you don't like zombies, you probably won't like this. And if you like zombies and you're not a big fan of World War II or historical fiction, you probably won't like it. So <laughs> it's a pretty narrow audience I think this is aimed at. So I'm going to give it a hard watch. Yeah, when I first saw the trailers for this, I actually wasn't that intrigued with it. And then when I started getting good reviews, that's kind of when my interest perked up a little bit. Yeah, and then we watched it. And I don't know, it's kind of middle the road for me when it does get to the zombies it's pretty cool but it does have some slumps that just feel like they're dragging along the world war ii stuff is actually really well done though i really like that about it i like that the zombies are kind of grounded a little more toned down than you'd expect and it's kind of a fun mix between maybe like saving private ryan meets reanimator which is an interesting combo and if somebody like came into an elevator and pitched that to me i would be (laughs) all for it so i'm glad it's out there but i don't think it's like one of the greatest zombie movies ever i'm just gonna give it a watch it I think it's worth a watch, but just don't expect, yeah, massive slaughters of zombies. It's more World War II than zombie, I'd say. So the movie I'm going to compare this to, because it's almost exactly the same kind of setup, I'm going to compare this for my overall presentation to From Dusk Till Dawn. Both of these movies start as one thing and end as something else completely different that um, if you don't know about it going in, you're not going to expect it at all. It's very hard to do something like that and make it work. From Dusk Till Dawn makes it work because both sections of the movie are so well done. You've got your Tarantino Basically, straight out of a Tarantino movie, first half about these crime guys stealing stuff and being on the run, and then it turns into vampire slain gore fest at the end from Robert Rodriguez, and it's it's great. It's a perfect combination of both things. Overlord does the exact same thing for the most part. It's a World War II movie. And then it turns into a zombie fest at the end. But unlike From Dusk Till Dawn, it doesn't do either of the things nearly as well. The superior parts of this film are the beginning and the end and part of the middle where he's actually in there looking around the lab and the production design and all that horror elements shine through. So it's very unbalanced. The tone's a little over the place. And um, it's got all that going against it, unfortunately, because I did like it. I liked all the characters. They had good character arcs for the the ones that, the main characters they focused on, I should say. Not all of them had good character arcs, but everybody does a good job acting. Production design's good. The World War II stuff's really good. It just doesn't do 
enough stuff to set it apart from all the other ones. I'm going to go ahead and give this one pass. Watch it. (laughs) I think I'm going to go ahead and give it a watch. I don't regret watching this. I think it's worth watching just for the select moments that it offers that are really, really good compared to other zombie movies that are just run of the mill and trash like Dawn of the Dead from last week. (laughs) Well, uh, (laughs) he starts off with an insult and he ends with an insult. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I'll, I'll give this one. It's worth a watch at least. At least one time. I gotta say that the From Dust Till Dawn comparison was a good call. I hadn't thought of that, but they are very similar in that regard. I just, the thing is, I don't remember actually liking Dusk Till Dawn that much. I really hate the first half, and then I really love the second half. <laughs> you didn't like the Tarantino crime caper from that? It was really good, I thought. I'm not a huge fan of Quentin Tarantino as an actor, you know? He's good in that one, though. Yeah, he, he's he, he plays what he plays best, a just creepy pervert dude. He is a very creepy dude in there. I don't know. I really enjoy the like obscene vampire slaughter and the guy with like the penis gun. I just I feel like Overlord was a little more like a subtle transition, whereas Dust Till Dawn just kind of snaps its finger and suddenly it's a vampire movie. It's <laughs> very specific second where it switches. Which I did not appreciate that. Yeah. Maybe we'll get to that one someday. That would be an interesting discussion. So what, that's three watch-its in the past? Is that? Yeah. So that's a uh, run the reel certified as a uh, watch for Overlord. So do we know what we want to do for next week? Yeah. I'm going to pick The Return of the Living Dead. Ooh. Okay. That's an interesting pick. I haven't seen that in a long time. I haven't seen it, so. Yeah, I, I have not seen this. I feel like it'll be more up Mike's alley, Ooh. but I guess we'll have to wait to see. We'll see. Will I be impressed with this zombie movie? And if you want to let us know, the listeners, if you were impressed by Overlord, you can email us at runthereal at gmail.com. Let us know what you think, if it was mediocre or maybe slightly above or something else entirely, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Let us know. I want to know what you think. Yeah. Or you could pick what you'd watch over Overlord, I guess. Ooh, yeah. Let us know if there's any zombie movies you want us to do, because maybe you know something that would be a more Mike's Alley. Yeah, let me know. Please. I need a good zombie movie. <laughs> He's dying for a re- good recommendation. <laughs> He's desperate. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Nothing can scratch my zombie itch. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to us tonight. Uh, we really appreciate it. This is Run the Reel, signing off. Mm-hmm.